It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coop and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Soldier Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby, science fiction novelist. And I'm Richard Coots, and I'm a fount of pop culture trivia. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, before we get started today, uh, just kind of on a serious note, uh, it's past, uh, within the past few weeks, we, uh, we lost uh, someone great. He's, he's a pioneer in his industry, brought so many great memories uh-huh. to us over the years. Uh, so I just want to say... Uh, I'm raising a invisible glass of wine. This is <laughs> this is this is for you, Jeffrey. Rest in peace. All right, man. Jeffrey Giraffe. Jeffrey Giraffe. He's gone. He's gone forever. Yeah. Poor Jeffrey. So many so many happy memories we had with Jeffrey Giraffe mm-hmm. at Toys R Us. If you don't know and you should, he's the mascot of Toys R Us, which mm-hmm. is gone. Yeah. Toys R Us can't compete with online online marketing. Right. Well, and or the, Walmart. And the actual founder of the company died like last week too. Yeah. So that's also sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sad things around the Toys R Us place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but we're not here to talk about that really. Nope. We're here to talk about um, Scooby Natural first. Scooby Natural. Yeah. We're gonna do a really brief review of Scooby Natural, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna get into a mostly spoiler free review of of. Uh, Ready Player, Ready Player One, One, which we just saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, then we'll do movie of the week. So first of all, Scooby Natural. Um, I for one, I'm just going to have to confess. And I know I'm one of the few people on earth who doesn't watch Supernatural. Okay, I watched the first couple seasons, and then I just lost interest in it a long time ago. So picked it back up. Watched like middle of season three on Netflix and then just kind of mm-hmm. had other things to do. But I understand it, it really picks up like season end of season three or four or whatever and really is great from then on. Um, I found it to be like a creature of the week. So I, I, I they did like do that. Shows. But like many shows like this, that's how it starts. That's sure. just how it starts. Friends sure. started like that. Mm-hmm. X Files, well, X Files did that for about seven years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was before people got impatient. Right. When they're with their television shows. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, but um, Scooby Natural, uh, I'll just set the premise up. Well, basically what it is, is uh, they animated a Scooby-Doo-style cartoon with the Scooby gang in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Dean and... De- Dean and Sam and Winchester. Sam Winchester. Mm-hmm. See, I don't watch the show, yeah, so yeah. forgive me. Okay, that's all right. Well, basically, <laughs> well, the setup of this is... They get sucked into a TV and find out they're in an episode of Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. and so they find the Scooby Gang. They just run into the Scooby Gang, and <laughs> Dean's like this huge Scooby Doo fan, and he yeah. like knows all the episodes. <laughs> and he knows what episodes they're in, and uh, they find out there's a ghost. But it turns out it's a real ghost. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a, as somebody who's not really a fan of Supernatural, who I, it's not that I'm a fan. I would be probably if I watched it. There's so many things on TV, you know? Mm-hmm. And I have to kind of pick and choose as well, a writer. Roger, this is the 13th season for I a reason. I know, I have to pick and choose as a writer. And and the thing is I have to, I can't just watch everything on TV. I'm just saying so, it's, it's not in the 13th season because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I mean, I'll just have to say that uh, as after I watched this, 
Um, now I've decided I'm probably going to have to go and like buy the seasons and just watch them. <laughs> Because, you know, streaming is kind of limited at my home. So uh, I would I think I'll just go out and just get the seasons and just start watching them. Mm-hmm. You know, because it is a really great show. It is a really is great, a, it's show. A great show. I love it. It's it's iconic and, I, you know, everybody I, it, loves it. It's the longest running show on their network now. Yeah, it is. I mean, it it, is. before it was uh, the CW, it was the WB, uh-huh. and it started with the WB, but then, yeah. you know, when the CW became that, it carried over that. But technically, it's still the same network, and it is the longest running show on the network. Right. And right now, it's looking likely it's going to get the fourth. A 14th season. That's unbelievable. Those actors have got to be just, like, worn out. No. Well, somebody asked him about that recently. He's like, you're in your 13th season. Are you guys seeing any ends in sight? And they're like, no. As long as the writers want to keep doing it, we'll keep doing it. I hope those we guys let, they, just don't get typecast. Like, I guess, but... Else. but um, uh, I guess not, but as long as they're loving it, man, they love their job. They love sure. the show. Yeah. And yeah. it... And it's had it's a, it has it's had its ups and downs, but it's it's still a very creative show. It's a fun show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a fun show, and that's yeah. I, uh, for the, as far as the Scooby Natural episode, I felt it was very well written. Um, I was drawn in from the beginning of the of it when you have, well, I won't really spoil it. There's something weird happening at the very beginning of this, as most supernatural episodes are. Something weird is happening. Yeah, but it's it's really funny. Yeah, for the most part, this is a self-contained episode. Sure, um, there was one character I didn't know who he was. It's the same Castiel. Guy. Yeah, Castiel. he's he's an angel, and um, he shows up kind of late in the episode, mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 he's a cartoon. You know, he sucked. He got sucked into the cartoon universe or whatever. And uh, basically, they just have to solve a mystery, a la Scooby Doo. And it's really funny because the characters, the Scooby Gang, are not able to go outside their box very well. You know? Right, and, it, and <laughs> they they don't understand. And like, even they're having to play, kind of play along with the show. Like, uh-huh. Dean's like really into Daphne. And he's like, "Hey, Daphne, you and me bunk tonight." <laughs> and he's he's like, "Oh, Dean, women and men don't sleep in the same room as each other." <laughs> And Freddie comes yeah. around, sticks his hand. It looks like you're with me tonight, buddy. <laughs> and he like has like this huge disdain for Fred because yeah. you know Fred's with Daphne, and Fred's he doesn't understand Daphne. why because Fred's a dork. Yeah, he said he yeah. said he said Fred's a wad. <laughs> Daphne can do better. But uh, you know, just like some of the lines that uh, Richard spat out there, those are. Those are some of the kind of things you can expect from this episode. Just really funny little nuggets. Yes. Yeah, there's some profanity too. Yeah, there's it's some really profanity. Funny and that it's just amazing that, that they that Hanna Barbera and Warner Brothers let them do that with a sco- with <laughs> yeah. a Scooby uh, license. So yeah. that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty great. <laughs> it, you know, but the, also, uh, you know, not all the voices are the same voices. That we had in the original Scooby-Doo cartoon. Uh-huh. You know, there's, there's Fred's. Uh, Frank Welker. Frank uh-huh. Welker does The legendary Fred. Frank Welker. And uh, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, he but did he Scooby-Doo. Didn't do, he didn't do Matthew Willard did Scooby. You know, mm-hmm. he, he did Scooby in those live-action movies. I mean, no, not Scooby, sorry. He did Shaggy in the live-action movies, and he's doing Shaggy in this. He's been doing the voice of Shaggy for a while now, right. too. Yeah, for he the, does a really for good the te- Yeah, he does. That was, like, perfect casting. Even uh-huh. if those movies aren't good, that's perfect casting yeah. for him, so... But uh, as far as uh, our review of the thing, I think of the, of the of the show. I think honestly, it's really great. You ought to go check it out. It's probably you think it's on Hulu. No, it's no. not on Hulu. It'll it's, be on it's the WB probably app, yeah, right? it's probably on the CW app CW, right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it won't be up there for very long. But probably not. but uh, it'll be up like at 
CW's got to deal with with uh, Netflix. So after the season finale, eight days after the season finale, the whole se- season will be up on Netflix. Cool. So you can watch it again. Yeah. Or go out, or you can buy the episode for like two bucks. Yeah. It's, usually. It's really it's, funny. Yeah. It's, it's really funny. funny. I but love there's it. like yeah, they can't handle. They find out that the ghost is real, and like they can't handle it. That's one of the best parts. As a kid. As a kid, uh, you know, I was a kid. I remember the original Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. And um, I found it really funny to see these characters in these situations, you know, with real dead bodies that have been cut up in pieces and stuff. And they're like, react. So it's like Daphne opens the door and sees this really gross scene and goes, oh, okay. Yeah. They don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, they don't know how to do it. But there's like this part is like, oh my, this one of the best parts is like, oh my gosh, it's real, it's real. And Daphne's like, if the supernatural is real, that means there's a heaven and there's a hell. Oh, let's not give away the whole. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Okay, I don't want to. There's some great little nuggets. Okay, I won't do that. But I just. uh, Okay, sorry. All right. That's okay. Supernatural, go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. So the next thing we're going to talk about is Ready Player One. And both Richard and I have read the book and we've seen the film now. Um, those of you who are purists who are like, well, let's not change anything about the movie. And you know what? I'm going to make an argument against those people for just a second. Um, I think that if the writing is good and the story is good and it's still within the universe and it still pulls in a lot of those elements that was in the original book, I think it's a good, it's Mm -hmm. a go. This movie for me, as a person who really loved the book, when I I read Artemis, Artemis too, this, this, the sequel, um, which I hope they make that into a film, uh, mm. which they could. After the way they left it, they could. Um, I really loved the film. I thought it was pretty good. Um, and, and honestly, I was talking to Richard about this. I really think that a lot of the problems with the plot had to do with licensing issues because they couldn't get licenses for certain things that were key elements in the original plot, plot of the book. So I think they had to change right. up the plot quite a bit because of that reason. I don't really Some think it was it. like, let's just change it all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, Ernest Klein was co-writer he was. on the screenplay. Yeah, so he signed off on so it. He was, so he you was, purists, look, man, Ernest Klein was on the on the project. So, I mean, he's the guy who created yeah. all this in the first place, you know. But, I mean, uh, yeah, they couldn't get they couldn't get Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get uh they couldn't get Ultraman and yeah. they couldn't if you read the book, you know about this stuff. Well, you know how many of those couldn't they get that they tried to get that they didn't yeah. tell us about? Like Yeah, they said games? there's a few there's a few others they didn't tell us about. Okay. They just mentioned a few and said we there's a few others we couldn't get. I would say that War Games was probably one they couldn't yeah, get. Yeah, probably. I don't know why they wouldn't leave that in if they couldn't. Right. Um because that's a core element in the book. Um, and then the way they did the whole War Games thing to get mm-hmm. the key uh, was just great in the book. I you think, read it, it's so cool. Okay, so I there's this part, and this is a little bit spoiling part. There's a part that has to do with The Shining, and I think that was a stand-in for the War Games. You think so? I think so. Maybe. I Maybe. think that's kind of like... Um, I mean, that was pretty much... That was pretty spoiler, it, Richard. I'm sorry, but they had to play it out like War Games, so... <laughs> Okay, we uh, let me just go back and say, okay, really sorry, we're not trying to spoil we're anything. We're not trying to spoil everything. It's difficult. It is. Because this movie's so good, we want to tell you all about it. It's like one of those things you want to gush about. You're going to mm-hmm. be um, bombarded with people probably Monday that saw this, if you're a, a, a geek or a nerd like me. You're going to have like friends of yours going, hey, do you remember the part where whatever? And they're going to be all, you know, you're going to, if you haven't seen this film, it's going to be tough. Um but you know what? Uh, it's great. You know, go see it. 
I would recommend that you see this in IMAX. I would, too. I, I uh, yeah, we got regular tickets at first, but I was like, no, we need to see this IMAX. So mm-hmm. I went and got back, went back and got IMAX tickets. Like, yeah. We need to see I, this in IMAX. Sure. Because it, it, it was just cool to see that in 3D. I mean, mm-hmm. you feel, and you know what? This is another thing I noticed, too, that uh, I didn't pick up on until I was, like, toward the end of the movie. Uh-huh. The movie's released on Easter. Easter egg. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That is just the biggest mind blow thing. That, that blew my mind when I was like, what the heck, man? It's released on Easter. Easter eggs. Oh, gosh. So Because if you're not familiar with the story, um, that's what everybody's hunting. They're yeah. hunting these Easter eggs. And if they get the Easter egg, um, they get control of the entire Oasis, which right. is basic, and all the money that goes with that. Mm-hmm. So the Oasis is basically this virtual world where everybody lives because the economy's crap. And everybody's like, you know, well, I'll just go on the Oasis and live my life. And everybody does their commerce on there and everything. People are all jacked into it all the time. Okay, let's talk about a little bit, like, the differences. And we don't have to get into, like, details sure. of the full movie. We sure. can just, we can talk about stuff that's been shown in the trailers. Just okay, stuff, yeah. Like, like the, the character, trailer, yeah. the, the, some of the character designs. Mm-hmm. Let's talk some of the character um, designs. I felt, that, uh, I felt that the character designs for the for the for the high five were, uh-huh. were just great. They were pretty great. Uh, mm-hmm. There was some differences. A little bit. Uh, like uh, in the book, Wade Watts is this fat, pimple-faced kid. Yeah. He's not in this, but that's a little too much to ask of Hollywood, I suppose. <laughs> they need to get their attractive leading actor in there. Yeah. You know, um, to bring in the book stand. Everybody's going to be like, I'm going into the Oasis. That's not going <laughs> to draw anybody in. Uh, the other is that um, I felt that Artemis was... Artemis was, was yeah a little bit a tiny but for, bit but a still tiny bit, but still ex- uh, yeah just the, like her avatar was a little different obviously they they made her avatar up avatar 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 up a little bit uh, flashier but mm-hmm. for the most part the characters stayed the same that, I think her character was the most accurate uh, mm-hmm. book to film uh, yeah. Yeah. part uh, there was in the film I really liked H. I thought H. there was a lot of really cool design with H. Um, H was great. Um, my favorite character by far, though, my favorite character is um, Irock. Irock, yeah, yeah. T.J. Miller oh my played Irock. You never, was you, you never see he, like him in person. You just see his avatar, yeah. the Irock's avatar. Never see what he looks like in so, real life. But it's T.J. Miller. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny um, and and unexpected. You know, his character is really cool. You. You, you feel like the whole time you're like, man, this is like one of those gamers that's like, you know, on Warcraft that's been doing this for, you know, 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And they're like playing playing Warcraft forever. And they're this person that's no longer really connected with the real world anymore. They're just kind of like, he keeps talking about his neck. Oh, like, yeah, his neck. He's like, my neck hurts all the time. I think I need physical therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this really scary-looking character. Yeah, he's like, like <laughs> his whole middle freak. section is like this giant skull, and it's got, like, holes through it and everything the for the eyes. Eyes and uh, nose. The eyes yeah, and the nose are. Funny. So um funny. You know, but there's, you know, and there one thing that is going to be great about this movie is when it comes out on Blu-ray, because honestly, um, I'm one of those people that kind of watches the background when I'm mm-hmm. watching a film. And you're going to see characters in this that you're like, oh my, and they're on screen for like a couple of seconds. But you're like, oh my goodness, they're so-and-so. And I won't say uh, I who, won't, they are, who they are. Because I'll say one because ones. I didn't like it. Bay's Ninja Turtles. They were in it. And I didn't <laughs> like it. It's like, use the original oh. Turtles designs, not Bay's Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, T-U-R-D, Turtles. <laughs> 
<laughs> Richard has a bone to pick with Bay. I'm and sorry. So do I. But anyway, we'll we'll move on from there, and Richard can rage quit somewhere else. Ah! <laughs> All right, so um, we really loved Ready Player One, and we felt that it it was true to the book as best as it could because mm-hmm. the book has so much pop culture in it, it, it that does. honestly, it's a nightmare getting licensing for this. I mean, it, it, I could not imagine the people, the lawyers it took to get this film made. Yeah, it's it, but this is uh, I think this is a little bit it's. Well, it's a lot lighter than the book. It's not as dark as the it book. Is. It's, it's not as brutal. So it's it's you can more people. Your, you can take your kids. You can take to your thirteen year old. Uh-huh. Kids yeah, to you see can take this. your thirteen year old. So it's it's enjoyable yeah. for everybody. Yeah. This isn't this isn't like a whole. There's some parts in the book that are a huge bummer. That does go through in this book, the yeah. movie. And that's okay. It leaves kind of the sense of fun and wonder. That's yeah. what this whole thing. That's what it's all about, is right. like the wonder of the Oasis. And I really think it's because Spielberg had a hold of it. Because, mm-hmm. it, I mean, he, you know, he's just one of the great genius directors of all time. And um, I know for he him said, to make this film, it's like, yeah. wow. I know he said he had to, like, fight with, with Ernest Cline and, mm-hmm. and uh, Zach Penn not to put a lot of his stuff in there. Yeah. Like, you got, like, the T-Rex in and stuff from Jurassic right. Park. That's yeah. not a spoiler. That's in the trailer. Uh-huh. Um, but he... And I don't think I saw any other Spielberg stuff besides the tra- the the uh, the T Rex from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, well, no, there was one more. There was okay. Was I didn't notice. But we won't talk about it. Okay, I, um, I may have seen it. and I just don't remember. That's why I'm buying the Blu-ray so I can like pause every yeah, man, frame. You're gonna want to buy this Blu-ray and like sit there and watch it and just stop and look at the things that are in it because it's it's it's. It's incredible yeah. how many characters they fit in. I got a three D TVs, and I'm buying that thing. And it's not me. just like they were like, "Oh, let's see how many characters." We right, right, right. It looks natural. I mean, when the camera pans, it's like, "Oh yeah, those are avatars of people that are mm-hmm. on the on the Oasis, and they're that's who they are on the Oasis." Um, anyway, great movie. Go see it. I give it. I'm doing four five. and a half out of five. I'm gonna do five out of five. I You're loved it. Five, okay, I loved well, it. I'll go I ahead loved and do it. Five out of five. I loved it. You better agree with me. Okay, five out of five for <laughs> me as well. All right, next thing we want to talk about is our movie of the week, which is really one of these movies where if you're bored on a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just thinking about taking a nap, but then you decide not to and you can't sleep, and you need something to pass the time from like maybe an hour and a half of your, of your time, uh, there's a Netflix movie called The Titan. Mm-hmm. It's got Sam Worthington in it. Sam Worthington. And you would think, okay, you see the premise for this film, you see the trailer, and you're like... Dang, that that you know that looks like a looks kind of interesting. A, kind of an interesting movie, and you go and you watch the thing, and um, I'm not going to say that you could you know you've wasted an hour and thirty five minutes or whatever it is, but it's watchable. It's okay? watchable. I'm just going to say it's watchable. Um, but I wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't watch it again. No, I I would never watch that again. So basically, what you've got in this movie, Sam Worthington is a soldier. And the world's gone straight into the toilet, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, global warming, blah blah blah. And we're all going to die. And so, at the at the end, uh, 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 what's happened is, is they've decided that they're going to try and send people to Titan. But Titan does have an atmosphere, and it does have you know. But it's methane. They think. I don't know. Maybe they've sent probes there, and you know what's yeah, there. Yeah, I think. Well, so, I, I think I think Titan's what they're calling the colony. I think it's on Saturn. It's actually Saturn. No, they're not going to Saturn. Oh, it wasn't moon, Saturn. It's a moon of Saturn called oh, Titan. It's Saturn. an actual moon. Okay, I missed yeah. that part. Man, I got home really late, and I was forcing <laughs> myself to watch to watch. This I watched thing it. And so I told I Richard, I'm like, dude, we need to review this movie for for movie of the week because it's it's I don't know. It had fun elements. 
You know, it had fun elements. It did. It, it, it had but some then, interesting stuff, and then it kind of went in less interesting places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, basically, the premise is this guy, he they're doing this experiment on human beings. And um, who's the doctor? What's the doctor's guy? It's the guy that's been in... Been Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson, uh-huh. yeah. He's this professor guy, and he's like doing human experiments to try to make a superhuman by genetically engineering them. And so he starts doing these experiments on people, and they're living in this colony on this top of this mountain. Well, yeah, nowhere. which is weird that they're on top of this mountain, all their houses and stuff, and it's like right next to the yards, the, the, the hills and stuff on the mountain, they're just like super steep, and they've got kids and stuff, and it's like nobody's putting <laughs> nobody, up fences here. Nobody puts up fences to, for the kids to fall off. Uh, so, Anyways. yeah, but anyway, uh, they're doing these human experiments, and slowly the, the you know there's like certain of them that don't make it through the experiment. They like flip out and die or whatever for some reason. And I won't tell you why. If you want to watch it, it's fun. But uh, I don't know if it's fun. No, nah, I didn't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, Worthington's character gets he gets to be the guy who becomes completely evolved into this thing. This guy, this weird-looking alien that looks kind of like the the kind of like the. It's um, like a cross between those uh, the jockeys from from Alien and yeah. an Avatar. Yeah, those, right. The blue Avatar. Which things. is kind of interesting because Sam Worthington wasn't in for an Avatar. Yeah, it, it is, but. So there's some mocap. So anyway, uh, it's so he's okay, I guess. he's he's like he ends up going to 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 Titan, and then it just ended. It's like the ending yeah, is really non-climactic. Much, yeah. There's a lot of like kind of stuff that reminded me of. Uh, of Jeff Goldblum's The Fly. Yeah, The Fly. That's what it's reminding me of. It's like, it's like, this is kind of like The Fly, except a lot less interesting. Yeah, a lot more boring. Okay. So that's our movie of the week. Watch mm-hmm. it, don't watch it. That's our thing. Whatever, we say that it's on, on Netflix. If you got Netflix, you don't have to pay for it. You yeah, just right. have to Endure decide if you, uh, if you want to spend your time on it. Spend some time. Two hours it. out of your life on it. You want to see some guy's ears drop off and go right ahead. But they don't really show that. Mm-hmm. There's some weird surgery stuff. But, I mean, it's weird. Anyway, well, until next time, I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Keats.